The Dallas Cowboys keep winning, and they are dominating teams, but they have tougher tests ahead of them. How will they handle the more difficult opponents on their schedule coming up? What about in our own lives? How do we handle the trials and tests of life? Sometimes things are easy, but what happens when things get tougher? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truth. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson, joined by Luke Heaton. On today's episode, we are unpacking the Dallas Cowboys, the season they've had so far, and the challenges they have up ahead. Some big-time matchups in the coming weeks. Uh, which will be very intriguing to see how they respond to a little bit more of a, of a challenge than, than, than they've had in recent weeks. Thanks, everybody, watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Glad to have you a part of things and everybody listening on Apple or Spotify. Uh, great, great to have you a part of the show. Uh, you can always email me, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. Visit our website, unpackingit.com. And while you're on the website today, hey, it's Giving Tuesday. We'd love your support today. If you enjoy unpacking it, you support unpacking it, uh, man, we'd love for you to financially support unpacking it as well. It allows us to continue to do the show, continue to do our devotionals and fantasy football fellowship, the events that we do. And so we are, are donor supported and, and we need you. We need you. And so Giving Tuesday it's a fun day. I, I encourage you to, to give give somewhere. Uh, but hey, since you're listening to Unpacking It, why not support Unpacking It? But but giving is a a wonderful joy uh, in my life, and and hope that that's the case uh, in your life as well. Uh, man, we've got so much to to be thankful for, and we've been blessed. So it's nice to 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 give and let go and open hands, open heart, that type of mentality. So encourage you on this uh, on this Giving Tuesday uh, to live generously, live generously. Um, so anyway, thank you in advance for that. Uh, we do appreciate the generosity of Sugar Creek Coffee, their support all year long. Uh, you can check out sugarcreekcoffee.com. Use the promo code UNPACK. Check out their Christmas blend. Uh, I hope my wife ordered that. I, I need, might need a reminder again. Uh, she's very kind. She orders my Sugar Creek Coffee for me. Uh, but I got to check out the, uh, the Christmas blend. So, uh, so check it out as well. Uh, at Sugar Creek Coffee Roasters, they specialize in handcrafted, small-batch, artisan-roasted coffee. They don't roast until you actually place an order, so you can be assured the freshest roasted coffee is delivered to your door. SugarCreekCoffee.com, promo code UNPACK. All right, so this topic today is a good one. And unfortunately or fortunately, we have a Cowboys fan to discuss the topic with us. And so let's say hello to Luke Heaton. And I got to say, of all the Cowboys fans out there, Luke's not the worst. 
He's not the worst there is. There are worse ones. Uh, but we're, man, we got to hear it. We got to hear from Cowboys fans uh, this time of year. Of course, Thanksgiving, the big game on Thursday. They dominate the Commanders, and they beat my Panthers a few weeks ago. Dominated the Giants. So, are you continuing to uh, to to love life, or have you been kind of looking at, looking at the schedule for your Cowboys as well? So, it's difficult to to think about this well. On one hand, it is nice <clears throat> to be a good football team. The Cowboys are a good team. We beat the teams outside of the random loss to the Cardinals. We beat the teams that we should. And there are other franchises in the NFL that are unable to say the same thing. So that's nice. Now, on the other hand, the Cowboys are, cert are certainly the, the kid at recess who likes to bully the kid with no friends. <laughs> and if another bully, a stronger, a bigger, an older one, comes, the Cowboys lay down, and they give up their throne of the recess bully. So navigating those two realities and what to think, the expectations to have, I guess I'm going to choose happiness and be glad that the Cowboys are a good team, but with the understanding that we're not better than the Niners, not better than the Eagles, not likely not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Not likely. Interesting. I mean, to, to me, the league is wide open, so I wouldn't totally rule them out completely. Uh, however, we, we do have to consider the teams that, that the, the Cowboys have, have beaten so far. So especially when you consider the records of these teams, right? So you, you got the Giants who you just crushed twice. Well, they're four and eight. Not very good. Yeah. Even though Danny DeVito has been, been lighting it up for them uh, <laughs> lately. Jersey right. Mike's straight to the, the <laughs> under center. He's, uh, he's doing a great job. Cold cuts. It's the way to go. That's it. So um, I'm actually going to – I think I'm going to watch the Danny DeVito um, Christmas movie. I haven't seen it in a number of years. What's the, um, the name of I can't think of the name of it. Matthew Broderick, Deck the oh, Halls. Oh, yes. Deck the Halls. I'm going to give it another try. Yeah. Because I've got a little rivalry now with my neighbor with the lights because he, he beat oh. me to it this year. I finally put them up over the weekend. So anyway, speaking of Danny DeVito, I'm going to give Deck the Halls another shot. It's been a number of years since I've seen it. But anyway, so you got the Commanders. They're 4-8. and eight. The Patriots are 2-9. and nine. The Jets are 4-7. and seven. Carolina one and ten, Rams five and six, Chargers four and seven. So all those teams, Cowboys, no problem against the you know Dak Prescott's playing as well as any quarterback in the league right now, and you got to be a little surprised by that, right? I mean, we, we we've, yes. we've questioned him, we've wondered yeah. is he capable of this? Now I I understand the opponents, but man, we got to give a little love to Dak, right? This is the Dak experiment. He is a B level quarterback, which means. Some weeks, he's going to look like an MVP. He's going to put the team on his back. But other weeks, he will need the team to carry him to the finish line. And that's kind of what's happened this year. There has been some games where it's been, uh, hello, Dakota, where are you? And then other games, it's been, this guy's unstoppable. So that's, that's, that's kind of the DAC experiment that we, are, we, have, we need to come to embrace. That's just the player he is. I mean, fourth round draft pick, 
Uh, I think he's certainly exceeded career expectations based on uh, his draft stock when he was taken in the fourth round. Um, he's a good quarterback, but he needs he needs a good team around him. Well, I feel like he's got it to a certain extent. He's got it to a certain extent, but we won't know for sure until the next few weeks. And so that's a team with a winning record. <laughs> that's what's exciting. So as we as we consider the the schedule coming up, you you've got the the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Lions. Now, yes. the Seahawks are a little iffy, especially kind of coming off that ugly Thursday night game, but uh, Thanksgiving game. But we know the Eagles are legit. The Bills were trying to understand their situation. They played the Eagles tough. I thought they were yeah. actually going to win that game. Yeah, they, they, they fell short, but the Bills are still a tough, tough out. Um, and then you know the Dolphins, they struggled a little bit on Friday uh, against the Jets. Tua, can he play well this time of year? Can the Dolphins play well this time of year? That'll be a big test for the Dolphins and the Cowboys mm-hmm. in a few weeks. And and then of course the Lions absolutely blew it on Thanksgiving. I mean, are oh. you kidding me? That's your game, guys. This is your Super Bowl. <laughs> so, you know, you want yeah. to talk about winning the Super Bowl, the real one, start with the Thanksgiving game. That's your day. Step it up. You got to win that one. But anyway, the Cowboys, Lions in a few weeks will be a fun one. That'll be a really good one. They need to do that for Thanksgiving one year. Have them, have them play against each other. That would be fun. But anyway, we'll get that, we'll get that in a few weeks. That would That'll be, be a big ideal. test for them. That would, that would be ideal. There is this stat about the Lions that is an extremely random stat, but I, I had a buddy send it to me. Everyone started just hammering the Packers to win on Thanksgiving because it's been like 12 or 14 straight Thanksgiving games where a if it's a certain moon phase, the Lions have always lost. And it was one of those moon phases this year. Oh, my goodness. And of course... The streak continues. That's right. I did hear that. That's wild. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, Mr. Love in Green Bay had a career game. Best game of his career. Gosh. So my wife had him in fantasy, so she was loving life. She was um, She was all right. There yeah. you go. That's but, cool. Well, so as we uh, as we think about the Cowboys and, and really this, this concept of, okay, how will they handle the tougher tests ahead of them? How will they deal with the challenges? It's one thing. To, to roll past, roll past the, the the meager Panthers or the commanders who are trying to figure things out and looks like they got a lame duck coach at this point. So th- th- that's great. That's fine. Okay, you win those games. What happens when the intensity increases? You're in a close game. You need Dak to go down the stretch and and, and put together a, a fourth quarter, you know, either comeback or, or a game-winning drive. What happens then? That's the question. And so for us, as we parallel this to our own lives, how often is life, you know, comfortable, convenient, things going well? Maybe it's rare for us, right? I know life is tough for, for most of us most of the time, but there are those seasons where it's like, wow, yeah, life's pretty good right now. I'm kind of comfortable. I'm healthy. Things are good. I got money in the bank. You know, family's good. All, all's good. In those moments, do we feel like, man, I got a pretty good, yeah, life is good, and, and my faith in God is great. Oh, yeah, I, I, I love God. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trusting him. Things are, things are great. Oh, God's so good. I love him. He's kind. He's, he's, he's generous. It's, it's good. And our faith appears, you know, pretty strong 
during those those seasons of 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 things being comfortable and 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 good and dare I say easy, right? It's easy to praise God when life is going the way that we want it to. When ah man, yeah, God's answering prayers, life is good, praise him, I worship him. I I'll even talk about him when the you know the opponents quote unquote are are easy and it's like yeah yeah this is what God's doing and and so when when our you know uh, quote unquote record is is in a good spot right life is in a good spot yeah we're winning things are good I'm, I'm, my faith is my faith is strong the question to consider today what happens when the intensity increases when the challenge becomes greater, when the opponents become more difficult. It's one thing when, you know, temptation, it's like, yeah, that, that's a little bit of temptation, but I'm good. I can overcome that. I'm going to resist the temptation. What happens when that temptation gets stronger? It gets more intense. It's a little bit more toward that, that sin in your life that, that's been the hardest, right? That, 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 that rivalry, so, so to speak, when the eagles come to town. That, that temptation for you, you know it's the Eagles. They're coming to town, and, and the, the opponent is tough. How do we respond in those moments, in that week, in, in that season of life? And, 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 you know, it's one thing we're praising God when we've got money in the bank. What happens when we lose the job, when money's tight? We don't know where our next paycheck's coming from. We don't know how we're going to provide. Do we trust that God is the provider? Do we trust that he's going to come through? Do, do we trust that he's going to open a door in those situations when things get more challenging, when our faith is put to the test, how will we respond? Hmm. How do we respond? How have we responded? That's the question to, to consider, to evaluate, and, and then also to say, okay, how am I preparing for the tests that are coming? Because if you're the Cowboys and you're thinking, hey, we've got it all figured out. It's great. We're, we're beating the Commanders and the Giants and the Panthers. Okay, are you still evaluating and processing and preparing for what's to come, yeah. for the challenges to come, and making the proper adjustments and, and tightening some things up, you know, working on that, that. I don't know where your weaknesses are right now for the Cowboys, but, <laughs> but making sure that that left guard, you know, is, is, is working yeah. on a few of those things. Real so, game, been struggling that's right. this season. That's so. right. That's right. Um, no, it, it, this is all great. And I think it really points to the question of <clears throat> in the midst of trials, hardships, suffering, it really shows have we been wanting God or just the things God gives us? Because when the things God has given us, the many good things, when we start getting less of them, or something's taken away because of a difficult circumstance, suffering, whatever, we're really forced to reflect on, am I loving and desiring God himself or just the things he gives me? And that's a really important question to ask because the end goal is like like the gift of the gospel is God Himself. Mm. Yes, salvation, uh, heaven, immense joy for eternity. But why is that? It's because we get fellowship with God. We get God Himself because we were enemies with God because of our sin, and He drew near to us 
and solved that issue by sending his son to the cross to die and raise from the dead for us. So in difficult seasons of life, it, 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 it brings to the light the areas of our life where we've been wanting the things of God and not God himself. Um, and it's it, the reality of it is, in this world, suffering is often the route toward to being able to reflect on that. Suffering is the crucible to increased faith, fellowship with God. That's often what God uses or allows to happen to draw near to us, to uh, to restore connection with Him. <clears throat> I think of a, a close friend right now. Their family is going through a really difficult time, uh, praying for healing for one of their family members, and had lunch with him a few weeks ago. And it's just been amazing him saying, even if the healing doesn't come, it's been so encouraging how he has known and felt God drawing near to him and his family. Mm. And through this suffering, his <clears throat> fellowship with God, God has been so kind to him to draw near to him so that despite the suffering, he's able to continue going. He's able to persevere because his faith is at an all-time high right now. Despite an awful circumstance where they're praying for miraculous healing, and yet God in that is empowering him to continue to move forward. It's mm -hmm. through this suffering that has allowed him to draw near to God even more, and God to draw near to him. And that, that I think that's just the reality of, of, of what happens to us oftentimes, that we shouldn't fear these trials. There are, they're really an opportunity for incredible growth and fellowship with God that doesn't make sense outside of God's just amazing that way, where he draws near to us in those times. Amen. And so, yeah, I mean, there's so many layers to what takes place through a, a test, a trial, a challenge, a hardship, suffering, you know, whatever it may be. And, and so on one end, it, it's, you know, God uses those times to draw him to, to himself, like, like Luke's talking about build our faith, strengthen our character, uh, reveal his goodness, his faithfulness through those, those trials. And, and the, the other thing that takes place, like we're talking about as well, is it reveals kind of where we're at in our faith and then to, to, to see, okay, here are the opportunities for growth. Because if, again, if, if things were rolling when life was good, and hey, my faith's strong, and and okay, well now you, you mentioned the health concern. Okay, now he a, a health issue hits. Where's your faith at? And 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 ultimately, we find our strength from the Lord. And so it's not about oh, well, look how you know, look how strong I am. But but it, but it does reveal is my reliance on the Lord, and is my faith fully dependent on Him? And so this year, I've, I've shared multiple times. Um, you know, it's been a challenging financial year for unpacking it. And so again, we appreciate your support on giving Tuesday, but through the challenge for me, it has revealed the areas that maybe I'm not fully trusting or not fully surrendering to God. And so, Hey, I'm all excited about ministry when 
I know that there's enough money coming in and, and maybe we've got a few months of, of preparation and, and reserves. Well, what happens when those reserves go away? Do I still trust that God is the provider, that he's the sustainer, that he will put it on people's hearts to, to give? Do I still trust him that this is what he's calling me to do and, and that I'm going to continue in, in with unpacking it? And so I've had to go through that. I've had conversations with mentors, all about that, this type of thing. But it revealed that the challenge, getting to the end of the month, wondering, wait, are we going to make it another month? Then, then that reveals, okay, where's my faith at? And, and so part of it was revealing, uh-oh, maybe it's not as, as strong as I, I thought. Or maybe I'm not fully trusting him with, with everything or fully surrendered uh, in this regard. And so it's challenging me. It's helping me grow. It's helping me depend on him even more. And my eyes are more open to, oh, wow. Okay, I've got something else to give to the Lord. Or, or, or wow, I've got to lean even more into him and his power and, and his strength. Mm -hmm. um, and so for the Cowboys these next few weeks, it may reveal that they truly have turned the corner that Dak truly is the, the franchise quarterback they've wanted him to be, the elite quarterback that they've wanted him to be. But it may also reveal that, uh-oh, he still struggles with a minute to go, or Mike McCarthy still struggles with clock management with a minute to go. We got to see where, yeah. they are, where they're at. We'll either see the growth compared to last year, compared to two years ago, and, and that's the case for me too. I, I've been through this challenging season. I can see some areas of growth compared to three years ago, five years ago, because mm -hmm. God worked during that hardship, during that challenge. It prepared me. It set me up for then the next trial, the next opponent, the next, you know, the next challenging matchup, so to speak. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, and, and like we talked about in a previous episode, we're brought to the end of ourselves. Suffering brings us to the end of ourselves because it makes it very clear, I don't have control over this. I'm pretty powerless to do anything to change the circumstance. And we are forced, we have two, we're at a fork in the road. We're either going to continue in our ways, stubborn, or we're going to embrace the truth of what Paul says in the New Testament on we are truly, we have strength in our weakness. We're brought to the end of ourselves. And now we embrace God, you're in control, you're powerful. These tests have shown me areas where I thought I was strong, but I actually have zero strength there. I need your strength to come in. That's right. Like the Cowboys cannot beat the Niners. Multiple years in the playoffs, regular season, the, the 49ers have dominated the Cowboys. What are my Cowboys going to do about that? Are they going to make the necessary changes? Are they going to realize these areas, we have significant weakness. Now we must change in order to continue to move forward. So when we have these trials, these difficult things, it really reveals in us areas of, oh, goodness, I thought I had it together over here. I don't. I thought I could control this area. I can't. I thought I had power in this area. I don't. We're brought to the end of ourselves. And now in this weakness that we embrace, God's strength comes in and moves us forward. And mm. again, suffering and difficult circumstances are just often the route in which God brings that about, but it's a gracious thing for him to do and, for, and to allow because it's a good thing being brought to the end of ourselves. Like we talked about last week, it's a good thing when we're finally fed up. Mm. Enough is enough. 
because that's when true change and growth can happen. So when God allows these things or brought to the end of ourselves, okay, now we have true strength in our weakness, because now we've handed over the keys to God to help us move forward. But when we're just in fairy tale land, chasing our own kingdoms, operating on our own strength, when the Niners come to town, it's just gonna, it's going to be another loss yeah. because nothing's changed. That's right. That's right. No, it's good. So let, let's go to the the Bible, First Peter it, it, six and seven. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. And, and so this, you know, this furnace imagery here of gold being purified, that the purities rise to the top and they wipe off the purities and what's re- what remains is, is the gold, right? That's why it goes into the fire. Um, and so that's what happens, that refining process that, that happens during trials and hardships. Um, we need that. And so we, we, we get tested and what is being revealed? So the process of purification and, and growing and changing, all that's happening. And then also, ultimately, at the end of that trial, what, what's being revealed? It's like, man, my faith is genuine. It's, it's in the Lord. And I, I'm weak. I need his strength. Um, and so what? as we look back kind of at our trials, and maybe the trial that we're going through right now or the challenges up ahead, what is revealed? What will be revealed? Um, and is our faith genuine? Or is it just, yeah, when life's good, my faith is good. I trust God. I worship God when life is good and easy and comfortable. Yeah. What about when it's hard? Is our faith genuine and true and totally dependent, totally surrendered uh, it, it, to him and in him? And the reality is when everything's going well, however, however we define that, something about us turns inward and we forget God. I just finished reading Hosea, and one part, I forget the chapter, but one part talks about God says, I gave you your fill, your food, and you forgot me, essentially. Mm. And a, a, a trial, again, God in his mercy, God in his mercy draws near to us, and his grace draws near to us and allows things to happen and orchestrates things that give us more of him. More of God is a good thing. And just to reiterate, trials are often the way in which we we reorient ourselves to be to have more of God. Because when things are going great, now it, when for for some people and we all have moments of things are going great, we have immense gratitude. Thank you God so much. That's absolutely true. But we also have aspects of us where we kind of forget that God's the one actually allow, like allowing all these good things to happen, and we forget him, and we turn inward, and, oh, look what I'm doing. Oh, this is so great. Yeah, God's awesome. But it, it's just it, it's important to realize that trials aren't a reason to hate God, to dislike God. Oh, I can't believe this is happening. No, more of God is the best possible thing we can have. And that 
is an outcome of trials. Mm. It, it, it is an, it, it, it's an option that we can, we can choose when a trial happens, we can choose. All right. Am I going to have more of God now? Am I going to embrace this or am I going to stiff arm God and continue going my own way that fork in the road again? But it's just, I just want to really hit home that it's in God's mercy that he allows these things to happen because we get more of him in the end, which is the best possible thing we could have in this world and the world to come. And it reveals, yeah, what are we most dependent on? What are we truly seeking? What are we, what, what are we trusting in? Yeah. So are we are we truly trusting in our own abilities, our own strength? And to your point about you know, when life's good yes. and we're kind of rolling, and which is what Jerry Jones does. Oh, allergic <laughs> to making trades. The trade deadline. There was literally a, a cornerback in Chicago requesting a trade from Chicago. It would only cost us a second round pick. Sorry, I'm getting on my soapbox real here, really quick here. Jerry Jones is obsessed with building from within. I want my guys, my draft picks. Cowboys have drafted pretty well. But the Eagles make trades at the deadline. The Niners make trades at the deadline multiple years in a row because this is your window to go in. The Rams did it, won a Super Bowl. The Cowboys, yeah, we're fine. 10 to 12 wins, wild card. Yeah, absolutely. No, come on. What are we doing? <laughs> Jerry Jones is fine with how things have been going and our, trusting in our own strength and all, and all that stuff. It's, no, no, we've got to be able to... We, we got to make the changes. What what are these losses, these trials showing us? That's right. The the, the, t- the tougher opponents are coming. So will the Cowboys be ready? What will be revealed? Um, so in the NFL, the reality is the, the the tests will come. Sometimes it's not till the playoffs. Maybe it's you know not until the, the end of the season. So that's where the Cowboys are at. For us, First Peter four twelve and thirteen. It says, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal which is taking place to test you. This is the Amplified. That is to test the quality of your faith. As though something strange or unusual were happening to you. But insofar as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, keep on rejoicing so that when his glory, filled with his radiance and splendor, is revealed, you may rejoice with great joy. And so... As we continue on our journey, the the tests, the trials, the storms of life will come. But when they do, will they reveal a strong foundation on which our life is built? Will it reveal a genuine faith? Will it reveal that our hope is in the Lord, that our peace is found in the Lord? And, And so we must continue to build our lives on Jesus as our firm foundation He's the cornerstone. And, and so you've probably heard this before, Matthew 7, 24 and 25. Um, Jesus is talking and, and describing kind of building our house on the sand versus bu- building a house on the, on the rock, building our life on you know the, the sinking sands of, of the world and, and things that don't last versus building our lives on Jesus. It says, and he says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. Hmm. And so the storms are coming. The tougher opponents are coming. The trials are coming. The tests are coming. What will be revealed and what are we building our life on? Is it the firm foundation of Jesus? And if so, we'll be able to withstand, we'll be able to trust him, we'll be able to get through the difficulties and as we go through it, 
our faith will even be more strengthened. It'll be it'll it'll become deeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, our character will will change for the better. We'll become more and more like Jesus. We'll be in that fiery furnace. The the impurities rise to the top, and 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 what's left is is a faith that's totally surrendered and dependent on the Lord. That's the advantage. That's the 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 wonderful process that takes place through trials, tests, challenges, and hardships. And so, uh, so let's continue to, to build deep roots in Jesus and, and him as our firm foundation. And so, uh, so there you go. Any final, final words, Luke? Yeah. Just, just one last encouragement on not to fear the inevitable trials because unlike NFL teams who have to look within to, to make changes, we trust that the Holy Spirit deepens our faith, increases our strength, um, gives us the ability to persevere. We have the the truth that Jesus says, no one can snatch them out of my Father's hand if we are of God. So we have that comforting us, that we have the Holy Spirit in us if we are a follower of Jesus. He is going to carry us forward uh, in our strength. So we, we don't have to be like an NFL team that has to look within for strength. Again, we're, we're able to move forward with these trials when we acknowledge our own individual weakness that we bring to the table. Um, so we don't have to be fearful of the trials to come, but we know that God will carry us through them and continue to reveal areas that need to, to have growth. There it is. Amen. All right, great stuff from Luke. Even though he's a Cowboys fan, we, we're able to learn, even from Cowboys fans, right? <laughs> we're not all so, crazy. Stephen A. Smith makes us look crazy. That's Many right. of us are. That's right. Yeah. Like any fan base, lots of different types of guys, that's yep. for sure. So yep. um, we, we uh, thankfully, we didn't have to talk about the Panthers today. So rather talk about the Cowboys. Rather talk about that's the right. Cowboys. That's, that's why we chose this topic. That, that's why you, hey, we're talking about the Cowboys so we can avoid talking about the Panthers. That's right. Uh, yep. We'll save that for another day. But uh, yes. speaking of trials, yeah, we're going through it. We're going through it, Panthers fans. Ooh. A whole different layer of tests for us. Revealing a so, lot of weakness. We'll see. We'll see if our fandom. Where's our fandom at now? It's it's fun being a fan. You should see this town. You should see Charlotte when we're fifteen and one, having a big old season. Uh, now it's a little different. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see where the true fans are. Right. We'll see. We'll see if who who's sticking who's sticking with this team during the yeah. trials. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking around. I'm looking at maybe, maybe Houston Texans. Do I jump on that bandwagon? Yeah. Jacksonville. Who's looking for a new fan? Who wants hey, one? You got Charlotte FC. Now you're, you're a big <laughs> now I got switch sports. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> So, uh, so anyway, which, which I'll try to remain loyal to the Panthers. We'll try. Yeah, we'll try. We'll see how long this uh, Sanders jersey hangs up behind Oof. me. Tough season, Miles. Bleak. Come on, Miles. <laughs> All right. Well, good stuff from Luke. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening today. I hope you're encouraged uh, to consider, all right, where's my faith at? And I know the trials are coming. The opponents are tough. It's going to get tougher. Will I trust him? Will I surrender to him? Will I depend on him? And, uh, and, and where's our foundation? What, it, what, what, what's our faith built on? Is it built on everything going our way or is it built on him? Period. Not based on circumstances. It's built on the character and the person of Jesus Christ and, and, and God almighty. That's who our hope and trust is, is in. And so, uh, then we can handle the opponents of life, the challenges. So there you go. All right. I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. 
I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast.